0: Let's
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy the Finisher. I'm getting greedy this morning.
2: Who's on the line?
0: Good morning, Deep Evil. Reading yourself. Good, going to be always. Every time.
2: Always. Always. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Triumph Tuesday.
0: I, you do.
1: I am doing well. How are you doing this morning?
0: I'm okay.
2: You feeling okay?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. You so. have-
0: Good morning. It's Susie.
1: Good morning. Great morning, Susie.
3: Can you keep me in your prayers, please? Okay. Just having some problems and just just keep me in your prayers.
2: Did you have a great birthday last week?
3: On the 11th, yes.
2: Okay, good. Good. (laughs) Thank you. You're
3: welcome.
2: You're welcome. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning. Happy Triumphant
3: Tuesday. Happy Triumphant
2: Tuesday. This is Prosperous Pam.
3: Hello, good Sister mo- Terina, the Finisher and family. Great morning, Prosperous Pam. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday.
2: Good to hear you just this morning.
3: Likewise. Have a blessed day. Love you. Love you too. Anyone else just on the call want to say good morning?
1: Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Chomping Tuesday. Have a great day. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Hey Good morning. Good morning to you,
0: Sister
2: Lisa. Hey, yeah. Have a Happy great Trump. day. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Anyone else? Anyone else? I want to say good morning. Great morning. God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. Do we have any men or first-time callers who want to say good morning?
1: we love to hear your sound this morning.
2: Happy Triumphant Tuesday. We shall declare victory.
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charmina the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else just join the call? want to say good morning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning.
2: morning.
1: Who was that?
2: This is wonderful Wanda.
1: Wonderful Wanda. Good morning to
3: you. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. Anyone else just want to call and say good
0: morning?
2: okay who was that who was that good morning welcome to the club. who was that
1: anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning
2: god is able hallelujah
1: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torena Feeders and I'm your greeter this morning.
3: Anyone else just join the call and say good morning?
2: Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Terminator Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central Standard time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your, you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of October, where a monthly theme is entitled, sonship, which declared will focus on establishing and solidifying our knowledge and understanding of our sonship through Christ so that we can walk in our true identity in Christ. Make sure you invite invited friends so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There was no prayer request submitted by the app. We have a spoken prayer request for continued prayer for Susie. Also, I have a prayer request. If you can please pray for my son. Call out his name. I lost touch with my son, and his name is Timothy. Call out Timothy. Um, the order of the call is: prayer and corporate praise is Didi. Declaration is Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat: prayer and corporate praise, Didi. The declaration is Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for the day is from Galatians three twenty-six: For you are all sons of God. Faith in Christ Jesus. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing His holy word. At this time, you actually put your phones on mute until they start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for this day. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Lord, I praise your name this morning because of who you are. But I thank you just for waking us up. Let's start there. Thank you because you blew your breath in our lungs, and so we can offer you a praise on this morning. I'm grateful that we can see we can hear, we can speak. God, thank you for a sound mind. Hallelujah. We can't take that for granted. Lord, I just thank you for the air. I thank you for to be able to feel, God. Some of us may have woken up in pain or not feeling so good in our physical bodies, but God, we're grateful that we woke up this morning. We bless your name, Jesus. No matter what we are going through, We know that it's your mercy and your grace, God. It's your mercy and your grace, God. It's not the alarm clock. It's not the dog barking. It's not the neighbors. It's not the spouses snoring. It's not the children crying. But it's you, God. So we thank you. We can't take light of that. We thank you for everything. Even those things we don't understand. We know that this world is cold and it's dark. But we know that with you, we can stand. So I thank you this morning, God. Thank you. It's your loving and kindness, and it's better than life. Hallelujah. I lift up my hands and praise to you this morning. I offer you up a hallelujah. It's the highest praise. Hallelujah. We're not alone no matter what. Some people are out in the elements this morning, God. I pray for those people. I pray for those people who don't have a mind to even call out your name due to mental illness, due to grief. Some people are so grief-stricken. They don't even know what to do. So that's why we're here, to intercede. God, I thank you. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for never, ever, ever breaking a promise, God. When the natural father did, you never did, God. Thank you because you always kept your word. Thank you for never being a no-show. Thank you for always showing up when you said you would, God. Thank you for being there when nobody else was. Thank you for never abandoning us, God. Even if we felt abandoned, you were always there. Thank you just for being our father. God, and I thank you for healing us in places we don't even know we need your healing. You are Jehovah Rapha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I just worship you this morning because you are a good, good father. Oh, magnificent God got to praise on my spirit this morning. It's so much going on. So I thank you just for hearing our heartfelt prayers this morning when we open up our mouths and just say, Abba, Father. Lord, we love you. We know that prayer is a part of this thing called life, our Christian walk. And all prayer really is is just simply talking to you, God. Just talking to you because you we can share everything with you, our hopes, our fears, our feelings, our thoughts. Yes, our fears, because we, we your word tells us that fear not. But but we really do have some things that we fear about in this world. We have some worries and some anxieties at times too, but you say to cast every single care on you because you care about all that concerns us. God, we have some concerns. They're shooting on freeways, and the world, world is at unrest. Israel, there's hostage situations. There are babies being gunned down. We, we just call on your name in the midst of it all, God. In the midst of it all, we still call on you because you are still God. When our prayer
3: is just humble,
2: we know that only you can help us, Lord, and we need you right now someone right now on this call is in a bad situation, not sure if they're going to make it through this day, no matter what. Remind them, Father, that it's you. You did it the last time and the time before that and the time before that. God, you would do it again. We just have to keep our faith activated and believe your word. We call ourselves believers, so we have to believe what your word says, and we have to submit ourselves to you, our lives to you, God. We know prayer is unique, and it has to be strategic between each and every person on this call. We're all different, so we'll pray differently, and at times we'll find ourselves praying in different ways that we don't even understand, and depending on what we are going through, what we are praying for, who we are praying for, but we have to have faith to believe that you are father oh thank you jehovah jireh for being our provider for providing for us thank you for just regulating our peace when peace seems to not be anywhere you are jehovah shalom so we thank you this morning because you are our peace you are our peace and we worship you thank you thank you Thank you. Sometimes we just got to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. No matter what, we have to just say thank you because you are the one who has all the answers. God, you created this universe. People are praying the universe and rocks and stars and moons and I'm praying to the creator of it all. Hallelujah. You created all of this, God. You heal us. You save us. You set us free. All you want is a relationship with us. So I thank you this morning for sonship, God. I thank you that even those who may have been left at the hospital as infants, God, you were still there. Thank you, God. Prayer is not about fancy words. It's about our heart. It's about just saying, Abba, Father. It's just about crying out and saying, Lord, I need you now. I need you now. He will answer. He will answer us if we just open up our mouths and say, Lord, we need you. He helps us when we are weak and we don't know what to say. Hallelujah. Thank you for interceding. Thank you for having intercessors. God, we don't have to pray alone. We pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you this morning, God. And before
3: we ask you for anything, we have to thank you for everything that you do. I thank you. This morning is so much going on. I'm praying for
2: our own Brother Andrew Hart's family, Lord. I'm just lifting them up right now. God, thank you for that brother's life. I thank you for the time that we have for his wisdom. I thank you. God, never forget our brothers and our sisters. I thank you. God, bless bless his family. I know he's in your arms, God. And then I thank you that Michelle is still holding on. God, I thank you for her life. I thank you for Michelle and Madison. I thank you for Bubbly and Rosanna. God, I thank you for all those that are hurting right now. Timothy, oh, I call out Timothy to you. God, you know, Lord, just let his mother hear
1: from him so she can know he's okay. God, I thank you for all our young people, those that may be in school or struggling, whatever it is. Just let them
2: know that you are with them and you are Father. Those that are traveling right now, God, let them be safe, God, to and from, God. Those battling with mental illness, whether it's, it's self-inflicted, whatever it is, it's trauma, God, I thank you. I know you are a healer. I've seen you heal diabetes and lupus and and Alzheimer's, God, I'm, I I've seen you deal with elderly people that are battling with Alzheimer's and dementia, God. Those men that are fighting prostate cancer and women for breast cancer, leukemia, those battling with high blood pressure, depression, whatever it is, you are God, and we thank you. I just thank you this morning, God. Those that may have recently had a miscarriage or even an abortion, those may have been raped, dealing with molestation. It's so much, but you are God no matter what. So just remind us this morning to just breathe because you are a good, good father. And no matter what we're going through, we know that you got us. And so we thank you this morning, God. I thank you that before we take our phones off mute and have a collective worship, that everyone will position their hearts, Any unforgiveness, anything they're thinking, thinking about other than just giving you praise, giving you a thankful praise, that they will just know that you are God and you are a good, good father. Brothers and sisters, take your phones off mute and just begin to give God a thankful praise. Thank him for everything he's already done. Thank us. him. Just say,
0: Lord, thank you. Well, we thank but you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. The following and, and, and animal. Animal. <laughs> oh am <laughs> I thank you for the declarer. I thank you for our prayer warriors, Father God. I, I most thank you for the founder of the clear history, God. That we can all come together, God. Thank you God. Thank you for your for no Father God, it is <laughs> and every madness. <laughs> it is every I think if we to word, that it will all happen, Father I think that is the right way, Thank you to being here. Oh, you to here. Oh, Father God, Jesus. Jesus. God. Hallelujah.
2: From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It's your name and it's worthy to be praised. Lord, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Just means to acknowledge God's absolute authority over
2: everything
1: you have just prayed for. Believe God. Hallelujah.
2: Trust God. Trust him with your whole heart. Know that he is God and he cares about you. He made you. So enter in his gates with thanksgiving and praise and know that he is good and his love endures forever. Lord, I give you glory. I give you honor. And I give you praise this morning, Lord. It's in your master's name that I say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. As I pass the call to Sister Beverly. Praise God. Good morning. What a heart go prayer. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for Deedee. I thank you for... um, our hostess this morning, and I thank you for every single person that is on the line who has given up, um, sacrificed their morning to hear from you. Sonship. Sonship, I wasn't really familiar with the term, and I had to call my little sister and get some information, and I hope, you know, that um, you understand where I'm going with this message. It was from God. Sometimes, you know, we can have a little doubt within ourselves, but I have to understand that God is the author and we are going to go there. What I found was sonship was is a relationship of son to father. Sonship is a term that refers to the relationship of son to father. It can also mean the process of becoming a legal member of a family through adoption. In Christianity, sonship is a privilege that believers have because they are justified by God and share in Christ's status as God's son. Sonship is not the same as being born into God's family, but rather a gift of grace. The term sonship is used in the Bible to describe the relationship between God and his people. It is a metaphorical term that describes the close relationship between a father and his son. In the Old Testament, the term son of God was used to describe Israel as a nation. And in the New Testament, it was used to describe Jesus Christ as the son of God. Sonship refers to the status of being a child of God. It is a spiritual relationship that is established through faith in Jesus Christ. And according to Romans eight fourteen through seventeen, it says, "For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the Spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the Spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba." Father, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if the children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Romans eight fourteen through seventeen. The concept of sonship in the Bible is not limited to a biological relationship between a father and his son. Rather, it is a spiritual relationship that is established through faith in Jesus Christ. Those who have been adopted into God's family through faith in Jesus Christ are considered sons and daughters of God. Now this my subtopic is He did it for us, a love story. And I'm going to go John 3.16, and also 1 John 3.16. Again, John 3.16, 1 John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16. First John 3.16, by this, we have known the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Now, the first similarity is that both verses are talking about the same event, the death of Jesus on the cross. Secondly, they both talk about the love necessary to carry out this event, But notice. One very important difference between the two. Now, John 3:16 is told from the pers- perspective of the Father. First, John 3:16 focuses instead of what the Son went through. The love story. I can't
4: imagine. I,
2: I can't fathom it. How difficult it would be to watch my child die such a brutal death, even if I were assured beforehand that he would be alive in just three days yet john three sixteen tells us that god the father of jesus was willing to make this sacrifice and the reason why love was his motivation for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life now at the same time i can't imagine what Kind of love Jesus must have had to be willing to die for people he didn't even know. Again, this verse tells us that he was motivated by love. We are talking the relationship of a father to son, son to father. When God gave Jesus to us, he gave us his all, he gave himself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now this argument has
4: a few points. First, the giver.
2: Consider who the giver is. The same God who created the whole world in the beginning continues to give the whole world what it needs. Then there's the modus, secondly. Consider the motive that moves God to do what he does. For God so loved, for God so loved, his motive is love, pure, perfect love. The Bible calls love the highest and the greatest of all virtues. Love is not temporary or on again, off again. Love never ends. So imagine your son or daughter who is, committed a crime against society, but has yet to be proven guilty. Love will make you get on the phone, go to an office, get an attorney, and help solicit to get him or her out of that situation. Love makes you see no wrong in him. Although you knew they were guilty of the crime, Love will make you defend them when others are trying to destroy them. There's a thin line between love and hate. Love will make a jealous individual (laughs) put tires on the flat, sugar in the gas tank, that clothes on fire. But wait a minute. When we stand against God, he allowed Jesus to do what no other man could do.
3: Hallelujah.
2: Romans 5, 8 says, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Interesting. He commended his love toward us. This is a love story, y'all. Regarding the sonship.
4: So remember the giver,
2: the motive, And now let me talk about the magnitude, that third. But consider the magnitude of the gift. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. What greater gift could God give than his own son? The son is everything to the father, and he is the expressed image of his father. By the gift of his son, God gives himself magnitude. Think about God's loving gift of kindness to you through your entire life. He carried you all your life. He has been with you in your difficult times. He has kept you safe during the storms and the trials of your life. He has been so good and merciful to you
1: despite
2: your unfaithfulness.
4: So, we have the magnitude, the motive, and the giver. And now
2: he gave, fourthly. Consider that little word, gave. God gave his only son. What an important word that is. Isaiah 9, 6 says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, he gave. Wages are paid. Possessions are purchased. Homes are mortgaged and cars are financed. But gifts are given. He gave his only son because this is what love does. Love gives.
4: So, when you're holding
2: back and it's not on purpose and it's not on just because and you feel like, mm, I don't want to give this, I don't want to give that, I'm not paying this for that, you need to check, put a, put a check on your love. Do you?
4: Love. No. So he gave. The magnitude, the motive, the giver. Now
2: the recipient. This yes. consider to whom God gives the most holy and precious gift of His whole, of His only Son. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. We have a very hard time with that, one sometimes there's got to be something not quite right about that. So, parenthetically, we we love what we consider lovely or lovable. When we're single, we look for someone whom we love or can love or try to marry. When, when when we are house shopping or clothes shopping, we look for something we like. It's got to be what we're looking for, at least really close. close. When, when we find it, we buy it or mortgage or charge it. With us, we find a worthy object of love. And to love.
4: So, we got the recipient. And he gave the magnitude, the motive, the giver. Now, talk about the purpose. That's my
2: sixth and last point. Consider the purpose of this gift. He gives his son so that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life, purpose. His purpose is not to harm you or to condemn the world. The world does a fine enough job all by itself, nor is it his purpose to make you healthy, wealthy, and wise, or to give you success, honor, and power. You can have all of these things and still be under the rule of the devil and take them all to hell with you. Yep, I said it. God's pure love has given the gift of his son to crush the serpent's head, open the gates of heaven, and prepare a place for you in his father's house to live forever. And forever. I'm talking about a love thing. God's purpose is putting the serpent on the pole that those who would die might look at it and live. God's purpose never changes. Now, he has lifted up his son on the cross So that by grace alone and through faith alone, you would believe in him and have eternal life. A love story. He's making a promise. Now, now, now take a good look, a good long look at the man on the cross, Jesus Christ. He is bleeding. Dark clouds are rolling down from heaven, clothing the world in darkness. Look up at his face and see the anguish, the pain, the blood, the tears, mouth gasping for breath. He is covered in his own blood, plunged into the uttermost depths of grief. Yeah, that's the pain. If it was, it was for us. All this happened because of us.
4: Now that's love.
2: Jesus Christ did it all for us. The night in the garden, spent in prayers. Pilate's court, the insults being spit on, a crown of thorns shoved on his head, forged until flesh hung from his back, then a heavy cross to carry. He did it all for us. A love story. While hanging from that cross, we're talking about sonship, hanging from that cross, hear him give eternal life to the man on the cross next to him. Hear him call to his mother and hear him call out for something to drink. Who would do such a thing to another human being? We ask ourselves. Whoever did this deserved the same treatment as they had given this man. But it had to be done in order for it, that our sins would be forgiven. How
4: would we do? What would we say?
2: Well, God said through his divinely inspired scriptures that somehow Jesus' death was my death and your death. We were helpless spiritually dead and separated from God. Yet, when Jesus died on the cross, his death was somehow ours so that we don't have to be separated from God anymore. We no longer have to be lost in the maze of self-centeredness, living for ourselves, because Jesus' death was our death. We
4: can live like with and for Jesus, spiritually
2: alive, and connected to the living God. Sonship described here is about love, the love story,
4: the purpose, so
2: that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The recipient, God so loved the world that he gave his only son.
4: He gave. He gave.
2: To us, a child was born, gave the magnitude for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son.
4: Huge gift to us. The motive for God so loved His motive is love, pure, perfect love. God gave us His Son so that we may be redeemed. The giver. The same God who created the whole world in the beginning continues to give the whole world what it needs.
2: So, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever, whoever, whoever, you, I, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Promise. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So remember in John three sixteen is the perspective of the Father and first John three sixteen focus instead of what the son went through. That's love, sonship from son to his
4: father. From son to his father. The relationship of son to father. Sonship.
2: I'm done. God, I just thank you for this word. I pray that every ear was inclined and understood what you were trying to give. through me, your vessel in the name of Jesus. Good morning, good morning, good morning. For those of you who have just gone on the line, if you would like to say good morning, you do so right now. Get your phones off mute and with your voice.
1: Good morning, it's kind Kim. Thank you for your declaration.
2: Good morning, Kim. Good
0: morning, it's pretty Patrice. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, pretty
2: Patrice. Good morning, Ms. Zubelan. Good morning. Hello, good morning, Ms.
1: Moxie. Good morning. Good morning, Moxie. Good morning, this is Mother Geraldine. Good morning, Mother Geraldine.
2: Good morning, Ms. Leomi. Uh, have a great day. Good morning. You have a great day as well. Thank you. Do we have any um, brothers on the line who would like to say good morning? Bless us with you. Your
4: grace, your voice. Do we have anyone new on the line? First time. Well, amen. Praise God.
2: Praise God for family. All right, we're going to open it up to to some discussion. If anyone has anything that they would like to add, if they want to. Bless us um, or um, give us, a, you know, a piece of what you got out of this message. Amen. Come on, y'all. This is the rabbi. Hi. <laughs> Hi.
3: You can hear the crowd, on. <laughs>
2: I love you. Work. Holy Spirit, activate. Great share. Great share. You know what I noticed, I, and I I notice this when I look at it. The John three sixteen and the first John three sixteen confirming itself three sixteen three sixteen. It doesn't just didn't for me to love. Uh, you talked about the serpent on the pole. Mm-hmm. After working in medical all these years, I look at the sign. We know it means medical. It means health and wellness. But when you said to be able to look at the serpent on the pole, to have life every day, wow. oh, my God, that was a new revelation, yes, that he, and we think about the story, I, I think about the story of Moses when they thought he was going to die because he jumped out of here and bit his hand, they just knew it was over. But well, yes. if the devil tried to make for evil, God will turn it around and make it for good. Not only did he turn around and make it for good, he made a symbol to know that, hey, it's another symbol of the promise, like the rainbow, the serpent on the pole. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> I love you. That was so dope this morning. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your help last night because I was clueless in a sense. I, I kind of knew. And, but you helped me pull it together. Praise God. No, thank I you. didn't. that was the Holy Spirit. And, and look, they, we didn't even talk about none of that. So that was a straight Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, he had me call you now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I said, Lord, thank you for allowing me to be available and whatever. But yes, to Him all the glory. Yes, good job, sis. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Good morning, Beverly, sister twin. I love you. Thank you. This is Deedee. I love you. I was like, what, Bernie? Beverly? Which one of them twins? I just just knew one of y'all was declaring. (laughs) I'm like, shell. I'm listening like, man, so what I'm doing this morning, I've been, um, the last almost two weeks, I've been caring for my mom. I've been home. I go to the school. I haven't been to the school in a few days, but just having time to really get in God's word in and, and moments when I would like be busy with the with the at the at the school. So when you mentioned the John's three sixteen and First John three sixteen, I was like, I never thought about that in that way. So that's what I'm doing this morning. I'm gonna really get that correlation and really understand. Man, this sonship, this this month has really been. Different. If I know the sound on the call is different, I think people are taking it all in. Like you said, when you haven't really studied a lot on it, you want to know so much more. Um, mm-hmm. And I thank you. I just thank you for that. And, and the serpent on the for the medical symbol. I never really even thought about it like that because you know how you just used to seeing stuff. And you don't really.
1: Mm-hmm. Man,
2: it's so it's so good. It is so. Mm, this has just been an amazing month, and I always love when you or your twin. Um yeah, I come with it cuz it's like get, like like I said for me this morning, I know which area I'm going to go in cuz there's so many things that I need to work on in my sonshipness. <laughs> <laughs> Being a mother and a grandmother and a daughter, and I don't know who this is for cuz this this new part of life for me. Um you know, and I'll say this because I don't—I'm not trying to change the flow of the call. But you know, when you've been a, a, a child, then you go to the the parent stage, and now you're back at yeah. infancy. Which it—it's it, like a circle. But it all mm-hmm. to me it ties into that too. Like sonship is a big—it—it it covers a lot of stuff because areas where you may have thought as a child um, you were lacking and stuff. Now it—it's kind of like. I feel like God has given me a do over in certain areas, not just in being a care provider for my mom, but also being a blessing to my grandchildren and not just my grandchildren, but all those babies at this school, y'all. I'm telling you, from being able to go out and in, in the when I go to my mom's appointments and see these elderly people alone and then see some of these kids who's coming to school, but they're not getting what they need at home. So God is placing me if that makes sense. And I know I know what he's doing. So it's just good. And don't let this sonship get in your words, y'all. That's all I can say. So you could be a better mother, a better daughter, a better sister, a better whatever, brother, husband, wife. Yeah, I love you, sis. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you so much for that. That was good. It was really good. Um, We have to remember those points that I made, you know, as the giver, the giver, that God has given us and and continues to give to the world, give the world what it needs. And what do we need? We need God. We need to get into God's word. Didi, that was a blessing. Thank you so much for that. We need to get into it. And we think about what He has given us. He gave us so much and He has given His son. How many of you would give your son? Or daughter, how many, and go through that same type of process? Ooh, that that hurts. That deep, deep. That that's a punch in the belly.
1: Anyone Good else? morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, great share on this morning, sister. Uh, you know, the one thing I love about our word this month it uh, takes us back to our connection. You know, so many people have gotten disconnected and went down roads that they shouldn't have went down. But there's an ultimate uh, sacrifice that was paid for us on Calvary's cross. And we just have to remember always to go back to the center of our,
0: um,
1: you know, the best place and the most secret places in the will of God. And as long as we are studying And we're learning the word. Each person has a connection to sonship. And if you don't know, this is the best place to learn right here. I love Declared Victory family. I really do. So awesome. Thank you for your word.
0: You're welcome. We love you too. Good morning. Can you guys hear me
3: okay? Yes. I'm in the car here. This is Prosperous. I really, really need to hear. I want to go back and listen because I was getting ready, but I was stuck on the John 3.16. When I said I want to go back, it's because I missed the part about the serpent and the medical, because I never thought of it either, so I need to go back. I want to go back and hear what you shared about that. And I is that me with the background noise?
2: You're fine. You anyway, you. um,
3: I'm just saying what I'm, what I wanted to say with the John 3:16 is, I've never been like a religious church, you know, do, doing those things. But John 3:16 <clears throat> has always kept it so simple, uh, for me. Um, it was one of the, I don't know, it rings in my life for all the years that I followed, I've loved the Lord and followed Him. It's it's very simple, um, about um, just knowing the God that we serve, that He He loved the world so much. Again, I'm repeating it, but it's like so deep that He loved the world so much. That's why He gave His uh, begotten Son. Um, and whoever believes will have eternal life and will no, not perish. And I love that. And I believe that's. I, I'm not popular in my belief with this, but you know, some. You know, I I've heard people saying, you know, you got to be baptized. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how to say it in a way that's respectful, because God's still growing me. I, you know. But right now, I believe that is what it is. That that He gave John what John 3:16 says, and yeah. he that believes eternal life, and um, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm rambling, but I love you guys. Have a blessed day.
2: Thank you. Love you, too. You know, John 3.16 is telling us that God, the Father of Jesus, was willing to make this sacrifice. And the reason why it was love. Love was his motivation. Love. Love. That's unconditional. When we walk this walk and we live our lives and then we have conditions. Think about that. Our conditioned. God's love is unconditioned, but then we go through and it's like, mm, I got conditions to this. I have conditions to that. I got conditions. <laughs> but then we go go back, and this is what our spiritual growth is helping us do. We go back and we look and say, oh, mm, I just got checked. Because God gave his son, and I'm thinking that, oh, no, uh -uh. I'm going to feed you with a long-handled spoon. And not only do we feed him with a long-handled spoon, but we only want to be in their presence, conditional. But God gave his son unconditionally
4: in love with his motivation. Amen. Okay, anybody else? Okay, um. yeah. Hey, um. Okay, are we still
2: on the line cuz I hear nothing Chris, 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 Chris. We still here? Yes, yeah, we still here. <laughs> I was think something there. So I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead, Max.
2: Oh, yeah. No, when you said that about the conditions, it just really had me at least a little, um, you know, convicted in my, you know, that how we do that, you know. And and as his um, heirs, as being conformed to his image and, you know, understanding that his thoughts, it's not mine and, you know, things like that, but, you know, aiming to be more like him, you know, and to love. Um, unconditionally, and when you were said it that way, it was like, wow. Start checking that our love, you know, making sure we ain't adding conditions, you know, to how we love to, our, to people, you know, even to our children, because you know there's conditions in there too, you know. I'll be like, don't, oh God, yeah. You just really make me really think about that, you know, just making those things because that's not that's not how he loved. It's not conditions on it. Yeah. Thank you. That, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say similar to what Marx is saying. too. So you just made me think about it. The way we love, it's not how he tells us to love, even as believers, because life, life, <laughs> and we get into situations, and I was thinking about just, you know, as, as a mother and then things that our children go through. And, and it's just a lot to this that we have to connect, like Sister Jerry said. Where's that connection? As we need to, because it is so much going on, go back to our first love. And then when we think about John 3.16, how he gave, what I'm thinking about right now is we are so selfish in this world we are that we don't want to give. And it's not monetary. We don't want to give our love and give our time to people that's just hurting because we're, we get so caught up in stuff. And so I think just to reconnect to his word and to really um, get into the word like never before, especially now, so that, like Moxie said, we're not loving out of, with, with conditions. Because I really think that if we stop today and just think about relationships with what, who, what, whomever, we might have some conditions on those. I know I do. I'm just keeping it 100. <laughs> I need to, um, yeah. to to get in my word a little bit more and, and revisit some things. But there are some relationships that have dissipated. And I'm like, ooh. So when you said that, I was like, ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Okay, because your, your grandbaby's watching you. Now don't be... That's Saying right. this and doing that. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep it 100 mm-hmm. God, with God, because I don't care what we post, what we say, how many classes we take or teach. We got to keep it 100, because no matter what we think, who we're watching us, when you know, what are we doing when it's just us? And with God, like, he knows everything. Everything. But we can't front. We cannot. So I mm-hmm. appreciate you, sis. And I'm, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because he knows all, sees all. Um, I had a a friend who was talking to me, and um, he started talking relational stuff, you know, and he started whispering. And I'm like, why are you
4: whispering? (laughs) If God heard you,
2: don't matter. (laughs) Don't whisper. Good morning. Good morning. morning. This is pretty um, awesome conversation, awesome declaration. I came in on the tail end, but I just wanted to add that, um, you know, as my sis was saying about we need to love um, those that are loved ones that are um, unlovable just like God loved us, just like God gave his only begotten son so that we might be healed, delivered, and set free. We need to love those that are unlovable, those that we don't want to see, talk to, and touch. Uh, We need to love them with the love of God. If we come from our heart with the love of God and love like he loved I was sharing um with marriage matters last night that my son is incarcerated and I wanna I wanna chastise he's a grown man now, but I wanna chastise and be hard on him because don't you know better? And now God ain't judging me. I don't care what I do, I'm forgiven for him. all I have to do is confess it, right? And so Mm -hmm. my son, I said, I know you know everything I'm telling you. I know, Mom. I know. I said, so why is it that you wait till you get to jail to start calling me?
4: Mm -hmm. When you're free, you don't call.
2: And he had a birthday on the 15th, and he said he felt more relaxed and more secure in jail that he did when he was out because he has the liberty to be in his right mind, not influenced by drugs or alcohol, and he's connected with his family. So yes, the same grace that I want someone to give to me, I need to be able to give to them and to love unconditionally, without condition. They need to be able to see the God in me I need to be the Jesus that they need to see.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have. Wow. Thank you for that. That
2: was pretty powerful. Good
1: morning. This is Pamela. Um,
2: Yeah, I loved what you just said about, you know, unconditional love and um, what both of you were saying, but I think the reason why many people put conditions on on others is because we truly aren't walking in forgiveness and to have that unconditional love where you love someone no matter what you have to purely be able to forgive them and forgive them because so often I hear people um I was talking to one of my nieces the other day And she would say, well, I'll forgive, but I ain't going to never forget. But if you're not going to ever forget, that means you're not really forgiving. Because if you're going to keep holding on to that pain and keep rehashing it, then that's not unconditional love. That's not true forgiveness. And so I think that's why it's so difficult to really um, do what God was able to do. To a world that in many cases had turned their backs on him time and time again, but he still loved us so much that he gave his son for us so that we would be able to have grace and mercy following us every day of our lives and that we can walk in that genuine forgiveness and be able to love unconditionally
1: one another. Thank you so much for the declaration, sister.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. You know when you said when you talked about the forgiveness part, and um, I can forgive, but I can't forget. That whatever it, it is that we're thinking about and what we're choosing to we, we forgive, but we can't forget. It's there, but There are times when we have to get to a point, and this is part of the growth, we get to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this happened, yet I forgave, but yet that made me grow. It made me grow because now I have a whole different feeling about what took place. So now I've gone from the conditional to the unconditional. Yes, I forgave, but I can't forget. It's always going to be there, but it's how we look at it from point A when it happened to point B now that I've grown, I'm better, oh, I'm good. Because we have developed a a sonship. (laughs) We've developed. We've grown. And so... God is good, and we have to take the things of the world, and we have to make them be a part, and we're not going to forget. We're not going to forget slavery. We're not going to forget bad cops. We're not going to forget that stuff, but we forgive, and we grow, and we learn from all these things that have happened in our lives. The world is a mess,
0: but
4: we... As sons and daughters are the message.
3: And I just wanted to add one other thing. Um, it's a it's a flesh. I thank God for growth. Um, growth is so huge in this entire walk. Like I'll just speak for myself. I know I, I, I'm. Thank God I'm not where I was when we were talking about. Um, forgiveness, I, I remembered, I, I was pretty good with, like, saying things, making things up as a kid, you know, even, and the word says, do unto others, you know, what, whatever it was, I turned it around, and I said, well, and I I remember, I was probably in elementary school, I do unto others as they do unto me, like, I'll make those things up as a kid, and I look back, I thank God for his growth, for learning and, and that forgiving and forgetting, uh for uh, for I forgive but I forget. And then over time, you know, I learn I mean and through people and whoever God brought to me and through God that, you know, you we're not I'm not asking you to forget, you know, and you kinda do when when you forgive, but I had to pray. We have that lifestyle of for, uh, forgiveness, um uh, session a few years ago and I learned so much during that time. And a lot of it, it was like, I had to ask God to help me, help me to forgive. Like in those areas that I was really, really, you know, um, feeling it. So I just thank you so much, but I have to say one thing. And that's to the lady who spoke about her son who's incarcerated. I kept saying when you were, when you asked your, I thank God that your son has you to call. Um, but I kept seeing that's how I do. So I have done in the past. Um, I know now to just stay close to the Lord. But you know, earlier on, when I get, I'd be having a good time. Then when I have some issues or scared of having my anxiety or whatever, I'm running right to the Lord. You know, and I used to talk to my mom about. It. I'm like, how come I only do that when I'm going through problems? I want to be with the Lord every day. So I just saw that as like a beautiful thing that your son knows that he can always go to you. I'm glad that you're challenging him. And, you know, as he's going through his walk, because he will continue to grow. I'm believing with you in Jesus' name um, for him. So I hope that makes sense. And I'm going to let everybody go. Have a blessed, blessed day, everyone.
0: Thank you, Pamela. It
2: does make sense, and I know that my son is saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit, Um, and I, too, am glad that he's able to call me and that the lines of communication is open. So, God bless you, and thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to um, say that... um, We were talking about the forgiveness part. I know we're not on forgiveness this month, but that forgetting part, I'm so glad Pam Pam, Mason, you reminded us that lifestyle of forgiveness is so good to understand that there are some things that we'll never forget. But thanks be to God that we can be loving enough to not let that. Um, absorb our life because some things are so traumatic that we'll never that we have scars I'm looking at the scar now from something that happened to me I'll never forget that pain but it's not a part of who I am today so through growth we can get through anything if we just give it to God and not let it eat us up that's what forgiveness does it's not literally forgetting because there are some things that's going to happen
3: you won't forget but you'll be able to to just live this God this God loving life and just live it abundantly. So thank you for bringing that up, uh,
2: Beverly. Um, I just want to jump in real quick. And when you talk about the heart, um, I'm so grateful that um, the Lord demonstrated um, what forgiveness really is for me. And it's just so befitting because. Um, I, yeah, a couple of my sisters know. Um, I have one brother, and every time um, you know something go down, he hadn't spoken to me in a long time. And every time he would speak, it was a, it was just a whole bunch of back and forth, and you know, it it just wasn't good. And the Holy Spirit led me to a place where he was. He he was working that day. And I didn't even realize that, no, I didn't forget what he said or the things that he did. But my heart had forgiven him to the point where I didn't even realize the hurt was gone. My God. That was huge for me because I didn't ponder on that thing. I didn't worry about it. When God said to let it go, I let it go. This is not everybody's story. I'm just telling you the incident that he recently did for me. And I'm so grateful that um, when we pray for certain things that he brings it back to our remembrance The things that um, that we pray for, that we trusted God in, that we were obedient to love unconditionally in that thing. And when I saw him, you know, like I said, the words were always, it wasn't a kind um, word that he would say when we talk. It wasn't pleasure. Everything was negative about it. And when I saw him, I spoke, he spoke. When I asked him for a hug, he gave me a hug. It was nothing about, you know, me worrying about seeing him, what was going to happen. None of that happened. But what I can say is when I looked at my brother, all I can see is my natural dad's face. But the Lord says, Abba, Father. And it was that connection between my natural dad that reminded me. That he's his son too, if that makes sense. It's real deep for me, but because I'm his daughter and he's his son, and that's our natural father, but I'm a father for the both of us. So the love that I had, I did, I don't forget. I mean, but it doesn't. I don't remember the hurt like that. I remember forgive him because he knows nothing about it. wasn't It wasn't his capacity. It wasn't. Um, you know, up to him to what he was going through. I remember Dion told us to write a list of five people. Um, You can start with five, but I'm sure we have a longer list of the people that we need to forgive. I may have written that list down and didn't think nothing of it, but it was still in my head. And never did I remember until Sunday is that I had really honestly forgiven him for you know, the way he talked to me and, and what he said about me. But that's what unconditional love would do. If you intend in your heart to really, really forgive, God will give you that peace in your heart that, that supersedes, surpasses all understanding that you don't even care to remember. It's easy to forget. forget, And I'm not saying forgetting it totally, but it just doesn't, It's 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 a wound that, that is healed because of the unconditional love. If that makes it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Good. That's good. Good morning. This is wonderful. Good morning. Wonderful. Um, great, great declaration. Um, it's it's a, it's a trip because I got two situations. first of all, I've never heard anyone explain love in so many different facets as you did. Um and and it it was like an eye opener the as I was listening to you um and I and I know that I do have unconditional love because I have a son um my youngest son we have uh, a difficult relationship because of his childhood and he has unforgiveness in his heart and sometimes he. Most times, he's very disrespectful to me. And at first, I would go back and forth with him, and it would be a whole drag out, out cuss you, out, you know, talk you, and I would be disrespectful back. And and over a period of time, I've just come to learn that, you know, he's a young man that's still childlike. He's not where I am in, in his walk with Christ. And I know that he loves me, and I know he knows that I love him. And so um, I was able to, you know, we 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 was able to spend some time together um, a couple of days ago for a couple of hours, and it was just different. You know, but every time I look back on every disrespectful time or every disrespectful phone call, I've always forgiven him, and it's because of the love that I have for him. Um, with that being said, just last night or just over the last couple of days, I have another situation where, um, I have a girlfriend that we've been friends for since 1991 and during the whole relationship, it's always been, I'm the friend and she's, I'm the giver and she's not basically, um, And at first, when I, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody and you realize that your needs not getting met, and you're not being heard, or you know, you always there for them and they not there for you, or whatever, whatever, I would get upset. And um, then I just came to accept it that the love that I have for her, you know what I mean? That's who she is. Still, with my needs not being met, or not being heard, or her not being there for me like I need her to be. and just last night, you know, I made a decision that I need to end this relationship because in my mind, when I when I say I love you and we're friends, then I think I'm supposed to carry that on to the day I die, and that's not necessarily so. Especially when it's going to do me some harm. And it's like, um, you know, I prayed to God, I, I asked for for some forgiveness because I said a few choice words that I shouldn't have. Out of anger, and um, I ask that that He grant me peace and um, the strength to to move to move on. Because I do love her, I care about it, but it's an unhealthy relationship at this point. And you know, I also pray for her. I, I I was told that when you are angry at somebody, you pray for him for seven days. So I pray for her strength and her health, and that God give her all the desires of her heart and that he you know allow her to find forgiveness um and because you're not supposed to go to bed with with anger you know you're not supposed to let the sun go down with anger on your heart and you know i don't i don't i like to sleep good so um i'm just grateful that i'm in a place of willingness which i have not always been um to be obedient and um you know, to be transparent, even with myself, I, I can admit my wrongs. I can admit my faults. I can admit when, you know, like some of the stuff you said, you're doing stuff out of jealousy or anger or, you know, all of that. Um, But the, but the real, the real thing is that I know that I have love in my heart for, 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 for God and for others. and And for that, I'm grateful. And so again, thank you for your share. And thank you for, uh, Allow me to share. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Hey, everybody. Hello. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Great declaration. I think that uh, my takeaway from it is um, just being transparent with myself and understanding who I am and understanding that the love comes from within me, who I am, how I um, cake, what God has given to me, because when God so loved the world that he gave, he gave everything. Not only did he give us life, but he gave us everything around us, whether it's our cars, our homes, those kinds of things. And when we look at a lot of the things that we've talked about in regards to forgiveness, a lot of times you have to, it's a thin line, because forgiveness could not even be it might not be that you've not forgiven someone it could be that you've been hurt
1: so bad by someone and it's it's so when i'm when you were talking
2: that's what i got um and then the person before me when she was talking i it even came clearer that it's not so much be the forgiveness it's more for me about the
1: hurt that I felt.
2: And so now mm.
1: God said,
2: he He forgave us. Christ died for our sins. And so he gave. And so when you take, and I've said this before, when you take that word forgiveness or mm. forgive, it's two parts. It is for giving. It is a gift. He gave us Jesus Christ as a gift. It's a gift. He's a gift to us. It is forgiving. When you say to someone, I love you, regardless of what has happened, you have given them a gift because love begets forgiveness or Mm -hmm. to forgive. It's two words for. Give for giving. You give it away. It's a gift and it's not only for the person, but it's more so for you. That's all I got. Mm. Okay, that was good. That was good.
1: That was good.
2: Amen. This is kindness. And so me this morning and blessed me. Good morning, beautiful. Thank you so much again for your declaration.
1: You know, as we're talking about um friendship, And forgiveness at this particular moment, you know, um, like the ladies were saying, you know, it's kind of
2: tough to forget, although we can forgive, right? And I just thought about Jesus and how he literally hung on that cross for us. And when I put my hands up in the air to praise God, I'll be honest, after so long, my hands start hurting, my arms start aching, you know, I'm not the most in-shape person. And I just was sitting and reflecting on the fact that he hung and he hung and he hung, And he was even pierced, and he was beaten, and he was whipped. And I thank God that the forgiveness is there, right there on the cross. Because what God does for us is he places our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. See, God even forgives for us. So I think sometimes we have to remember to reflect on the pain that that situation gave us and remember that the the healing and forgiveness is already on the cross. Like our sister Didi said, he has a scar to remind her, right? Mm -hmm, But one mm good thing that we have here on earth is we have backup. We have God. But when Dee, Dee went to the hospital, maybe she needed stitches. They're going to give her a little something to numb that area. They may even put her to sleep so she doesn't have to feel the pain. They're going to give her something to meditate it so she doesn't have to feel the pain. One of my grandson's fathers gave a kidney to one of his best friends. He was put to sleep and woke up, blessed in another life. He didn't have to feel the pain. But what Jesus did for us, he felt the pain. Everything we go through, everything we feel, everything we experience, God gave us his son. It's all been done. You see what I'm saying? So it just hit me in so many ways, like, gosh, no, I'm not easy to forget either, even though I have a forgiving heart. But I also feel like, Sister Rochelle, when I pull up, I'm not harboring it. But I ask that God continue to purge my heart, and as he purges and pierces it, that he allows His Spirit to continue to flow through it, because I want to be like, God, I want to throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. None of us are perfect. We're all just here trying to make it. So I just thank you for your word. I thank you for each point that you made. I'm going to go check on 1 John 3.16, because that's not something I've had the privilege to reflect on, but I will do so. I just want to say, you know, give honor to God today and just bless him for who he is. And I'm thankful for you as my declarer. And I'm thankful for all of my family here on Declare
1: Victory. I hope everybody has a wonderful Tuesday.
2: Amen. You as well. You as well. All our points are, are excellent. Um, the the love thing and the forgiveness and all that, but I can't remember who that was when we were talking about the um the son and then the friend. 1 um, Corinthians thirteen four through 13 says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For our knowledge is imperfect and our prophecy is imperfect. But but, But when the perfect comes, imperfect will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly. Then face to face, now I know in part. Then I shall understand fully, even as I have been fully understood. So faith, hope, love abide; these three, but the greatest of these is love. First Corinthians
4: thirteen four through thirteen. That's love. It's a love thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amen. 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 To so everyone who has um, participated in this dialogue, it has been so powerful and it has been so rich. I'm just thankful
4: to all of you. Praise God. Anybody else?
2: Beverly, I want to say congratulations for your beauty pageant, Inside (laughs) and Out. They may have crowned the outside, but we crowned the inside. So congratulations again. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Very sweet of you. Um, What I participated in was um, a pageant that had to do with uh, advocacy. And my advocacy is um, women's empowerment and uh, gun control. And so you go out into, you know, uh, the community and you share. And um, and I share um, basically the love of Christ without even having to mention it because it you walk the walk and you talk the talk and your light will end up shining and, um, you know, uh, I never would have thought ever that I would participate in anything like that and when I did and I was very shocked with the results. So thank you, my sister. I really appreciate you. So is there's nothing else or does anyone have anything that they wanna um say about the message today before we uh, finish Good morning. One last thing. You know what I keep on thinking about is the love. Of course, is still just ringing in my heart. Glory be to God. Is remembering the, the, the scripture. Of course, nothing can separate me, my love from you. You know that that scripture. It goes deep, wide, heights I, I, I know. I don't know exactly where it is, but just remembering that in my conditions, that I could give my conditions to the Lord to become unconditional, my love, you know, the conditions that I be feeling when I, you know, just give it to Him. you know, Moxie, just give it to Him and love, you know, um, lead with love, lead with the, you know, with your kindness and your, you know, whatever the case may be at that time, you know, it could be the patience, you know, lead with the spirit. But in my mindset right now, I was just thinking about that, like, you know, getting free from this unconditional mindset this unconditional love because you know this is not what he commanded this is not how he is it's not what he want us to do so i was just thinking about that like release us from that unconditional love because you know he is he say he loves us no matter what of course there's nothing yeah. yeah could separate his love from us so yeah i just was thinking about that i think we are going to be on a love with the love train you were seeking, love angel <laughs> <like>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel the love thing today, you know. <laughs> These are the conditions, you know. I wanna no conditions here, you know. Just got convicted by that earlier, you know what I'm saying? So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, it's a love thing. It's a love story. So when you go out about your day today, you know, understand the what we heard today is a sonship, a love between father and son or da- daddy and daughter you know what whatever it is, you have to remember that love story we have to we we forgive and we forget, but that forget can be the fragrance which is oh so good to help us grow, so keep in mind that. Of this love story, John three sixteen and First John three sixteen, which describes and they and pull them together,
4: not mesh them together. Amen.
2: Well, you all have a wonderful day. God bless each and every person, Father God, in the name of Jesus, just touch the lives of everyone, Father God. Let them remember that it's a love thing, that it's a story, that God. Gave his son for us to do his will, to do good by all. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you and we praise your name. Amen. You all have a wonderful day and God bless. Continue to bless. Have an awesome day, everyone. I Love, you. Yeah, I love everybody. Have a blessed day. I a
0: day. Yes, have a blessed
2: day, everyone. God bless you all.